0: headed somewhere. You're headed somewhere. But where direction are you headed? How do you know? How did you choose your destination? How can you tell us to make the progress? We're discovering four important mile markers on our way of, on the way to knowing Jesus better. The first one we talked about was when I trust the Holy Spirit. Jesus. I'm no longer afraid to sin and fear. I'm a child of God. The last one that we talked about was when I did it for Jesus, my faith, see the real world, not just the picture world. You know, I was seem like see strange strength, but I said, you have your phone with you. I just got a camera on it. I want to encourage you, to take a shelter right now and share it. Right here? Yes, I know. Right here and share it. It seems like an odd thing to do. I'm going to ask you, hello, phone, come, come on. There we go. Ah, there I am. Some people are really happy about this, and others are not i will yes, so be this way. I'm so people know that there's actually people behind here. Look at that. There we go. Oh, yeah, you, know, you know, my permission to share that on Facebook right now. You know, you just me a lot of things. But I went a whole lot. Okay yes. yes. Uh, well, I've got to share this one because this is just proof of my, uh, what I'm about to say. Uh, the, the truth of the matter is, uh, my family will tell you that they've been trying to teach me for years how to take a selfie. And, uh, well, here it comes. Those of you who are my friends on Facebook uh, will find it shortly. Those of you who have no idea, well, let's just say that history is about as focused as you guys are now that I've taken my glasses well. off. It's my joke. Um, I have not seen selfies. The invention of the selfies has uh, changed the way we look at ourselves well. Um, selfies are been clearly for self conscious at least in the sure. Um, they also make us more self aware. We don't know what we look like more. So, uh, by looking at ourselves, we can evaluate our parents and I see what we need to change. Oh, I don't know why we need a haircut. Uh, not today, because I had one this week. I needed one before that. Yeah, I looked at me and said, You need a haircut. Why well, do you think I'm here? Oh, I don't know. We're even thing about selfies and taking pictures and posting them on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and asking, "What if we could take a selfie of our soul? What if there is a way to see my spirit as clearly as I can see my physical image in a selfie? What if I could take a picture of my soul? But what about you?" Could not we all be better, you know, do better in our spiritual lives if we could look at our souls you know, and our selfies? Now, let me just ask, if you can take a selfie of your soul, how many, I'm not going to ask you, you know, Those don't know if you can do that, my mind, but it think about this. How many of you will post them on Facebook? Yourself, I don't care. I don't even care. I don't care. I understand. But. but I want to suggest to you that there very, is very likely a way to take a selfie of our school and the truth is we post it everywhere all the time. Now I don't do that on, 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 on the reference of something that happened in Jesus' life, it seems to me that we, we get a real clear picture of the man's soul when he comes to talk to Jesus. Jesus was uh, uh, on his way and originally came to him. Fell on his knees and asked him, What must I do to inherit eternal life? What do I need to do to have the life God created me to have? Now we know a very few things about this man, but we know a few things. Um, he was a man. I know it's a lot but he, he was a man in a patriarchal society, which means he was in the best on the best gender side of society that he could possibly be. He was rich. Economically he was on the best side of things. And one of the records indicates that he was young. That is why he was on the best side of things. So this is a this little guy, a man who is rich and young. You would think he had it all together. Yeah, you know, everything you needed. Except, he came to Jesus and said, what do we need to do to have the life God created you to have? I'm a man, I'm rich, and I'm young, but I don't have the life God created you to have. And he said, well, that's simple enough. Um, you, you, you need to uh, not kill people. and You need to... Remain faithful in, in your in your marriage, and you need to not steal and don't lie about people and don't steal or, or defraud people or kind dishonest things about them. You need to honor your father and your mother. And, and he says, well, I, "I know the Commandments and I've been obeying them forever." And he says, "Well, he looked at this is important. He love Jesus. What did they come here and love him?" And one thing you Go sell everything you own, give it to the poor, come follow me. Now, every time I've heard people talk about this building business life, they get hung up on the risk of selling everything you've got. That's not the issue. So they ask the question what do I need to do to follow, or do it to do, have the life I created you to have. And Jesus says, you need to follow me. And the only thing sitting between you and following me is selling yourself. And he tells us and the apostle to have one of those sides and doesn't have any discussions. What do you think a selfie and a told must look like? Now, I don't know what the symbol for a denarius was. That was what their coin was. But so we had a dollar sign. I think his sole selfie would have looked like a dollar sign. But before we get real hard on this guy, the disciples who've been following Jesus for a couple of years now have the same thing. Well, they come back to him and to Jesus and they wonder what. What you do. And he said, What you need to understand is it's hard for the rich person to enter into God's kingdom. I'm going to pause right here because I live in North America, I live in the United States, and I just want to point out something to you to think maybe I may not be aware of. Do you. That are your most but the true. You, globally speaking, are in the top 1% economically. Now, some of you are going off, Well, I don't have as much money as that, that's not what it says. I'm saying you've got way more money than 99% of the people in this world. I get really frustrated with politicians. Talk about the one percent. The one percent needs to do their fair share. We are the one percent in this world. We are the rich people in this world. And so, when Jesus says it is hard for rich people to enter into the kingdom of God, you better listen because He's talking about us. talking to his disciples as well because Jesus said, not talk we gave away everything we had to follow you, And what are we going to do in return? So well you're gonna get these things in this life and in the next life as well. But the issue and for this rich young man. It says, here we need a to because it's trap an attitude of self-sufficient security. i don't because I have stuff. And if I don't have enough stuff, That the possession on our soul is the problem. It's not the amount that we have, it's the effect that it's changing. It makes in us the attitude we develop, which says, the more I have, the better I am. Selfie of the Eric Man soul would have looked exactly like the selfies of the disciple soul when it came to money. They all mean exactly the blessing the grasp, and the stockpile. And if you sacrifice, it's so that you can get more back. Now there's, there's some truth to that. And farmers do not go out of the trees in the ground expecting to get that one back. Those so of you who planted zucchini in your garden, God bless this place. why? Do you know what happens with one zucchini, see? You can plant some crystal of zucchini you can't get out. of like everybody else has well, this. You sacrifice one thing and you now you'll have a powerful harvest. We expect that all the time. But when Daddy comes our first and we're in trouble, that's the problem with puts seeds out and go with the grass. Or flood. Or flood it is just a long time. Jesus was a possession in a way that his ancestor, King David, instigated a second He did that in one of his poems. In Psalm 24, the first few verses, he says, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. He laid the found earth's foundations on the seas and built it on the ocean's death. So Jesus was a possessions as a manager, not as a consumer. The rich are among the disciples, and most of us look at things as something we consume, hold on to, to use, to get more of. Jesus says, indicates that we need to have an attitude of a manager. The first lesson of management is that possessions are not earned, they're given. Every manager knows this. If you work for somebody else, if you manage a store for somebody else, or you manage a house for somebody else, you, you know that you, you don't own the place, right? And it is given to you, entrusted to you, to take care of it. as long as you think of possessions are something you earn, you're going to compare, and this is what we do really well in our country. You're going to compare what like you have with others. That's why most of my better argument immediately, when I told you you were in the top 1% of the world financially, you all said, Well, I have as much money as Bill Gates. Well, of course you don't have as much money as Bill Gates. So? You don't have as very high 50-50-50-50? So when we think that possessions are something to earn, we compare with what other people have, we compare with what we think we could have had or we should have had. We are always disappointed. Because when I give possessions as a consumer, I always need more. Always a job was obviously You buy the latest, latest, fastest, most building, top of the line model on Tuesday. And as you take it out and put it in your car, you see a billboard announcing the newest, latest model that's better than yours. You got a phone. You got the latest iPhone or the latest Android, and you want to out of the store. We signed a contract. that going to take two years to pay for this thing. Only to discover their iPhone that iPhone has a new model coming out. Android's got a new model coming out. It's three times better than the one you're holding in your hand. And you go, "Wow, that's wonderful." No, you first know, you to get out of the contract, you get something of that other phone. Right. It's okay, you can knock your head in proof, and if you don't knock your head, I'm going to, well, um, there's no money. I went want to show you that. Once you learn about the possessions, even the ones that you were to earn, like your paycheck, are really given to you. You're free from their charity. The earth is the Lord and everything in it, including my paycheck, including my home, my clothes, my vehicle, it's there that He's given it First lesson of management: possessions the are not earned; they're given. The second lesson of management is the managers have a fundamentally different view of, of the owner. To them, the manager, the master, the owner is generous. He believes in this employees, service. He, he trusts his possessions to them. I can think about this for a minute. We mentioned Bill Gates earlier, but just think about it for a moment. Well, if your phone went off right now and, and it was Bill Jason? He said it's Bill Jason. I thought he asked you for money to sign so that they could be rough and sure. But, uh, And he said to you, the person who's been running my trust, that's was hired. Yeah, now you do know that this trust is worth true. Things about you. I saw your selfie on Facebook about anybody who can take a selfie like that, or whatever. And he offered you the job of being the head of this club, And he hands you billions of dollars to take care of for him. Is that not an awesome compliment? So so give me a part of that barrage. I understand. It's huge. But here, the earth is the of and everything in thing is, he trust you. Thank you. What's his love? Do you want to build a new life? Go on with yourself. Do you want to build all the life? The owner of it all is jealous. He believes in the service and he entrusted his office to us. And he's easy to please. The, the builders, on one hand, think the owner is too busy. Don't think he can do more. So I want to have a person to build Well, I'm very smart. Most of the But we're not. So to the rich and busy and hard on the poor. Why is it so hard to please? That's the consumer's mindset. Because the consumer says I don't have enough, and it's all his oh, fault. If he did, he could have given me more. Welcome on the table. was are not of to us. And it all respect that. And we're on, or she she in us. into the promise. I think we'll go to the of my He's easy to please as long as you don't start acting like they're big stuff in your stuff. I mean, can imagine what would happen if you were running your a of trust. All of a sudden you didn't trust her that much. You just gave you one of his houses, or one of his homes to take care of. And all of a sudden you started treating that house like it was your house. And you started inviting people over there. The book is And he's oh, okay, thinking, It's not my house. Now, what's the response you're going really to It's not your house, it's my house, it's ours. God's praising his queen. The Lord who owns everything is praising his queen. The Lord's not perishing, his step is your step. Then you have problems. I guess we're not to earn are given that we could owner's generous and of belief believe in us and third weapons. The owner's chief interest between the manager's in our happiness. And when we have a manager's attitude, our chief purpose. For love, isn't it? If I love you, I want to make you happy to the best of my ability. And if you love me, you want to make me happy to the best of your ability. And if we love each other, we spend our lives, our time, our efforts working to make each other happy. We don't ask, what can I get out of it, the consumer? What can I give you to free you to make you happy? Now, what are you going to give me? That's not love. That's the third lesson of so, the reason that's So, who owns it all? The world is. The earth is the Lord of everything we do. You know that. For us, and wants our happiness. And for managers, we there's good love, we want his happiness. And so we believe, we trust Him. If He's given you this, this is going to make me happy. And I take this and you can make them happy. See, a manager, this is a sermon in a sentence. If you remember nothing from the from today, remember this. A manager says, freely, it's not my stuff. This live in the richest nation in the world, and even if you have got a deeper and deeper follower, we've lived for years, decades. It's impossible to live in this culture, and this society, and not be affected by the consumer violence. It's epigenetic. It's the way The closer your relationship with Jesus grows, the more you realize he owns it all. Not me, not us, not Bill Gates, not the United States government, not even everybody in the world. It's not us, it's him. He owns it all. We were created to be were to be a man if you're not a consumer. The man, as your king said, is not like that. It's not like that. The earth, the earth and all of its people belong to the world. The world and all its people are this. Including That we pass so easily and have to, if we're following, we just have to fight. Moving from that consumer mindset to the manager's mindset is going to look different for every person, but in every manager's life, there's going to be three steps, we call a meaning The one step in that journey of moving from consumer to manager. And the first thing that we need to do is, yes, the first little step is from city days of state, college contentment. The calendar phone is two years old and they have like six models that you know, have I ever been it already. tell me what I have is enough. You don't get it I I don't believe it. For the one, I'm welfare. I'm poor. So I began to not spend everything I have and more, I start putting aside some of life and I, and I spend what I have That's the first shift, the first mini shift. The second mini shift is to move from ages. With studies, for the third little is going from sharing to blessing. We call that generosity. People who are generous see themselves as servants who remain what God has given and they use their resources, their position, their status, their time to bless those God wants to bless. Consumers always want to be on the receiving end of the blessing. Managers recognize delicately enough going to resources to use so that I can hold the last dollars. Managers really says it's not my stuff, And the driver says, Either way, I give it away. He Sell it all. for us all, but most of us ignore it. We walk past it every day. We post it out where every and everybody can see it. We never fired to look at it. And our attitudes will project it. Imagine with me what the world would look like if we looked deeply at the selfie of ourselves. What needs would be met in our communities and around the world if we shifted from sending to saving and sharing? Or even to what services the hurting people can be that? if we volunteer in some of the time Jesus entrust to us? We could become part of the answer to the prayer that Christians have been praying for 2,000 years and Jesus Christ his disciples. Your kingdom. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And the way that happens is when we start being managers of the kingdom that is already here and do the will of the owner because we want to feed them and make them happy, knowing that he wants to make us happy and to bless them. Looking at our spiritual self and family it's only when we determine to do it. You know, you don't ask the devil. I've had people sit on their phones and call me or text me. But I've never had somebody text the Lord. I've never had anybody sit on their phone and ask them and send me a picture of themselves. Why do you choose them? All of will if you're going to take a selfie of yourself and look at it, you have to get your phone out and do it on purpose. If you're going to take a selfie and of the selfie of your school, you're going to have to do it on purpose. And so I'm inviting you to make a decision Think deeply about your attitude towards the gospel. to finish what needs to be done here in the next few minutes. But I want you to encourage me right now you may want to work with a friend or, or maybe families will may need to work together on this. Uh, there are a few questions. I've created some in the and they are also available for those of you using the, the new version and Live uh, event. Uh, but, but there are some questions to think about. Uh, in what ways does the Holy Spirit already rescue you from being a consumer to for being an angel? What stress might the Holy Spirit be leading you to make in the next six months? Okay, that's real tricky sound of money. What does that mean? What that means is if you're thinking about your attitude towards stuff. And time and all that kind of stuff. The can When you think about that. Is there something weird that you sense, I'm going to tell you something that I very much know. The forces of evil will never encourage you to be generous. is the generosity that says, what okay, can I get out of here? Does everybody notice what I'm doing? Okay, so do you know, uh, maybe if I give this to somebody, they're not doing that. they just say, if you'll notice right this now, you'll know. So, there's the things you need to give yes And left to ourselves, we won't keep be jealous here. But really, you we're know, in a country full of consumers. At least been thought from day one, you need to get more. You don't have enough. I'm alive. But well, that's not enough. I have way more than most people in this world. if by most, I really The Holy Spirit we need you to Which of those things that we just talked about, spending the sharing, the taking, the taking, the sharing, and sharing the blessing of you the know, which of those things are you meditating? Can you give examples? Well, people can't, can't know who know you best, this is just great. people are who know you best, What signs do you have of being injured in the Northwest? And going to be honest, you will have signs of both because we're complicated people. And when was the last time you felt prompted to give money time with talent? What did you do in response? What did you do in response to that? I want to invite you. Thank you. These are only the beginning of the questions you should be asking yourself. It's just the spiritual self that terminate that attitude. I don't encourage you to do it. Because the last thing that Jesus wants to